0: What's up, guys? Back with RMR podcast episode sixteen. I'm Mitch Pfeiffer.
1: I'm JP, and today we've got special guest from, from a Hazy LA. What's good, brother?
2: What's up, fam? How's it going today? How's everybody feeling? Thank you so much for having me on. Man, we really we really appreciate you being on the episode, bro. Thank you. Of course, man. Love it. I love it. This is exciting. Uh, we're we're excited. I'm excited. We're collaborating and just being able to talk a little bit about the industry and just, you know, cannabis that we're all passionate about.
0: 100%, man. 100%. Yeah. So for the people out there that might not be aware, break down Hazy LA, man. You guys have been throwing events for a minute, creating content for a lot of the top brands, um, moving to grooming. There's probably some other, sh- other stuff you guys got in the tuck, man. What, what What's some of the, what's what's a little bit of the history of your guys' group?
2: Dude, we uh, think, Yeah, we are, uh, we've been going crazy. We've been, we've been moving now for two years. So we uh, all come from high times and we're over there and then ended up leaving around 420 in 2019. There was a big group of us. And then the three of us decided, you know, let's start hazy. Let's actually like do some, some dope stuff for our clients and, and let just be our own bosses, you know, and uh, be able to do like creative concepts and stuff that we want to do and, and want to put out there. So we just started going hard with events and we, you know, did some stuff with 710 in the, uh, when we first started started doing some stuff just in like with just different music labels and different industries. and Now we're like a full service creative agency. So it's like over COVID did a whole bunch of content stuff really like toned and honed that in and was able to just kind of start doing more projects, work with more dope people and just keeping like, keeping positive vibes. That's really what we're about and, and growing the industry, growing our community, and letting
0: everybody be a part of the party. Hell yeah, love yeah. It, well, you guys are throwing, some, yeah. So you guys are throwing some of those parties, man. So right now, you know, we usually kick off the episode talking about what we've been smoking on this week, man. So I know you're rolling up over there. Well, what are what are some of the shit you've been smoking this week, and what are you smoking on right now? Yeah, man. Oh, I have been loving mostly just Three C Farms.
2: They've been. Uh, I got a couple couple of good strains from Waylon, the homie, and everybody over there. But right now, we got some M thirty three. There it is. Some good nugs, some solid nugs from from Waylon, um, and then I also had I was smoking on some Tahoe OG and uh, some Kush cookies, so it was pretty good. Okay. I'm Kush- M33
1: right now. Kush cookie sounds fire. Yeah,
2: yeah. How about you guys?
1: What you smoking on now? Oh man, Mitch, you start.
0: Well, man, you know I'm on. I'm at the house, my son's running around, so I'm I'm on the week, you know, for for us smokers, you know, I like to get heavy on the blends, but right now I'm just, I'm rocking with this new, the PAX Air Life, you know, the little Ooh, mini yeah. joint they just came out with, um, and I got this, uh, from up here in Washington, uh, a gelato strain from Avitas, They're a producer out here, I copped a couple of these carts, uh, a couple weeks ago and I've just been blowing through them, but, uh, this new PAX, this is my first time trying it out, it's like a little bit smaller than the other one, it's pretty tight, um. And then for flower, I'm not smoking on it currently, but there's a grow out here. I know you're from the Cali market, but House of Cultivar. um, And they got this Grand Cru line. And this is one of their, uh, their uh, runs. I don't know how we can get to one of their runs. Look at
1: that one. That's a runt If I've seen one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Y'all can't smell it, but it is. Yeah, it's very runcy. It's it's runs in my life up over here. Um. Might try, might try and pop out at the event with with something from them man they're they are they they are putting out some some serious fire up here in the Washington market oh, yeah Mitch yeah. you gotta we pull do. up
1: to you gotta pull up to the 710 event and bring him some fire
0: <laughs> well match man I got you what you what you been on ping
1: right now I'm grinding up some cure company alien og black cherry pie if you guys were in the room wow. I might have to put up a cautious sign no joke over here right now it's no joke man uh i got i got the cure company and then i got this thing uh we got the free britney from lolo uh you know shout out to britney spears man we got to support britney we got to get her out of that conservatorship so everybody here right now go over to britney spears google her vote for her support her repost her shit tell her story hashtag free britney y'all Free Britney. They got
0: they got a, a free Britney strain, or they're just like pushing the campaign on it.
1: I have no idea, <laughs> but I fuck with Britney Spears so tough because I was raised for a period of, of my life by my mom, and bro, Britney Spears, wow, game changer. It's a real one. That's the hey. That's who you guys got to book next: Hazy and Britney. <laughs> Let's Britney go. Spears. It's a, it's over. That's the queen, her go. and Beyonce. That's
0: it. <laughs> that's go. crazy. That's crazy. So they're really they're really out here pushing the free Britney movement on packs, bro.
1: Yeah, she's that getting out, support I, in the weed industry. I believe
0: Lolo is Lolo. Okay. I do believe that. Well, shout out, shout out, Lolo. That's that's some creative marketing. It's in,
1: their, it's in their wheelhouse, I guess, to do that. And then we got the new we got the new King Lotto from the Cure Company. They got a, uh the King Lotto. I believe went in Packwoods too. By the way. So big shout out to Papwoods. I'm pretty sure the King Lottos were in Papwoods. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that's accurate. Uh, big shout out to them, man.
2: Love it. Yeah, show. I love the Cure Company. They got some fire flower that grows.
1: Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah, too, I
0: love that. that uh, uh, yeah, they definitely. Every time I'm in LA, I'm trying to smoke a little Cure Company. i be real
1: stone by the end of this. By the end of this episode, I'm gonna be like,
0: always. Always slump, slump off the endercoast, <laughs> uh, man. So, so Adam, obviously the upcoming seven ten event was announced today, seven ten fest uh, in downtown LA. What what what's the haps, man? Give yeah. give, give the people a little bit of a lowdown yeah. of, of what's going to be going on in, uh, in in downtown Los Angeles on on Oil Day. Man, on uh, oil day, it is the day of the year. It's uh, my favorite day. It's
2: hazy it's some of our team's favorite day. Like we, we love 420, don't get me wrong, I fucking love 420, but 710, like where's the love for that, you know? So it's just had a special place in our hearts. So this 710, you know, we're going all out. We're so excited to be back. Like it's been a long year. I don't need to tell anybody. Like, we're we're so stoked to finally be doing some stuff. We got some Awesome live talent. We've got Cameron and Vendata. They just dropped a new album. Smoke Dizza, Wednesday, some other really dope artists. And then a bunch of cannabis brands, all like super dope California, SoCal, NorCal, like some really cool stuff coming through. Packwoods is doing a huge activation. Munchies is taking over like a whole dome. It's going to be really dope. New products, new stuff, just fun experiences, food, tattoos, the whole thing.
0: Joey's Joey's gonna get tatted, bro. He's gonna get cameron lyric. He's gonna get a camera on lyric tattooed yeah. on him.
1: I'm gonna get Adam ta- I'm gonna get <laughs> Adam on my face, man. Hazy tatted right here on my eye. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, the hazy uh ear or er, uh eyebrow tat. What what's up, man? What do people get? What do people get? What's the what's the lifetime gift
2: that people get for getting the hazy tattoo? Oh, man. I mean, number one, the memory. <laughs> but uh, if you get, like, the, the full logo, I mean, people, I, I think it's been cool. Like, you don't have to, like, when you get a tattoo at a hazy event, it's like, you know, a bunch of flash tat sheets and shit like that. But if you got the full logo, I'd definitely send you a merch bundle, man. Like, yeah, let's go. there we go. I might have.
0: He said, bro, throw some, throw oh, some man. annual Christmas cards and he's sold, man. <laughs>
1: yo hazy hazy not lazy man hazy not lazy that's a mindset
0: exactly man don't get it
1: it's twisted a mindset. it's a
0: mindset oh yeah man so so um i want to revisit a little bit back you know you guys said that uh you know you said you guys were working all of you guys the core group of hazy worked at high times before you guys broke off into drone own thing yeah so
2: audrey calling that
0: Um, we're there and and there
2: was, like I said, a group, uh, a bigger, a larger group that had left pretty much in like a two week period. And uh, yeah, we were there for like a year doing cannabis cup stuff and and sales and, and, uh, magazine stuff. And then Audrey was at dope. So she was actually bought out. She came into the office Colin and I were at high times and and, uh, she came in Okay. and yeah, we had dope, we had culture, green rush daily, big industry show, all this stuff, reggae on the river. And uh, I was like right in the time when they were trying to go. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so some crazy
0: times we, you know, we were reading all the news uh, um we were following mm-hmm. all your stuff now yeah some yeah, quite the tumultuous, tumultuous yeah. path yeah. um since those initial up, ipo uh announcements um you know a little bit of, a little bit of up and down so um man for out there like one of the things for us is you know we touch on a lot of music industry uh and cannabis industry we always like the effort of or the emphasis on game and just marketing people that want to build brands, just take charge and hustle. And so taking that experience, like what you did essentially is took some experiences you had at a day job and then created your own job. And so was there like a specific moment where you had a switch that went off or was it like you were just building for that and then saw the right opportunity to do it?
2: Yeah, man, that's a great question. I think that most of it had to do with just the company culture you know, and we all uh, on like in the L.A. office bonded pretty close together, especially, you know, in the in the department that, you know, Audrey and, and Colin and I were in. Um, and like we just all were just getting beat down together, just like like just, you know, wanting to get out and wanting to have a better culture and, you know, actually do some fun things that, you know, we felt like our voices were being heard. And, uh, we could do like things we were actually passionate about. and We could you know, deliver for our clients um so that was really where it was born and, and uh just grinding for like six out of those 12 months just like fuck man let's go like we can do this we can do this ourselves we can do this like we can we can do some crazy shit and like yeah i don't mean uh, we we left we, uh, we left out and said see you guys so, like let's go and uh, went to san diego tripped on some mushrooms and we're like yeah this is the right move. <laughs> We're all just like, melting to like pretty lights and like justice and Paolo and Pan, like, just on like the screen, you know. And uh, like, yeah, let's fucking go. We can do this. And yeah, just the rest has been a long journey and so much fun, though. So much fun.
0: I love it. What, what, what are some of those things that you learned at high times that like help you now, like, like skill set wise?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, I definitely learned what not to do. I'll say that (laughs) earlier said how to, you know, um, treat the people that are like the bread and butter and the lifeblood of this industry, especially in California, like being able to look at somebody and actually respect what they do and be like, yeah, you know, I have a passion for growing weed too. I have a passion for talking about cultivation and what the branding trends are and like what events are dope and what people are doing. And like,
0: I want to be able to have
2: a real conversation with somebody about that. I don't want to have to be like, always apologizing for not delivering or like you know transferring things to other parts of the business and magazine ads and just different stuff you know it's just like i think it's it learned i definitely learned how to treat people right and like how to how to just offer respect and like actually want to learn and you know you guys know it too like people can see through the bullshit so easily like Who are you trying to bullshit, man? Like on anything, you know? So the more that you're just passionate in yourself
0: and about the community, like then that will reward you in the end. Could not agree more. 100%. And so, and working in that, like, you know, you worked in like a sales, a sales type role, which is a very much like entrepreneurial type role, you know, where you don't grind, you don't really eat. You got to work hard there's one there's not there's forms of training but there's not really forms of training for everything that that it entails you know sales is like a real real hustle um yeah so did you do sales before that or did that like did you have like the hustle in you before you were in that position or have a sales role before that or did that kind of ignite like uh, or untap like just the hustle in you
2: no so that's a good question too i mean Um, Colin and I, we met each other in high school actually. So we were in Ohio, um, just working on stuff and he started a production company. Um, that was like all like in the music industry, like backline stuff, you know, audio speakers, lighting, stage rentals, shit like that. And uh, I got hooked up with him. We started doing that in Ohio. And then like, that's what we came to California for like five years ago. And, um, just, quickly learn the music industry is, is, uh, super crazy. And, you know, being wide eyed 19 year olds, like not trying, like trying to think of where the, where the shit was definitely putting our place pretty fast. So, I mean, I worked through a lot of bullshit jobs, man, like just grinding, like not even in the music industry or what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I got a couple shots to start some sales positions and really get some knowledge and you know how to talk to people better, and just how to sell and, you know, how to, how to, You know, like a saying and just being able to like hook up on that and then just build my way up and you know reach out to high times and get hired there and then you know bring Colin in and then Audrey comes into the picture too you know whatever two months later it's just been it's been crazy but yeah it's been it's been a good experience just trying to always stay alive and
0: and keep it keep being able to pay rent and yeah learning things you know how it is like it goes crazy the the, the the pursuit of one's dream, like you said, you're like I worked a bunch of jobs and it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I could tell you were like, I was still fucking hustling because when you're trying to pursue something or a goal, like you're saying, making that jump going from a, a, an Ohio to LA, uh, you know, motherfuckers got to do what they got to do to pay rent, pay for gas to get around and maneuver. And then when you want to yeah. make moves, you got to invest in those moves. So, uh, you know, Joey and I identify greatly with doing whatever it takes to then get to where you can start hustling on doing whatever it takes to take that ship a little bit further.
2: Yeah. I feel it, man. How did you guys get started in the industry? Rich?
0: Um, man, you know, we, Joey and I met in college. Um, he was a, he was a DJ. Um, honestly, I, I, I wasn't a DJ, but I DJed, I made beats from like age 14 on. And so, you know, was very much involved with just like throwing events, performing at events from like an early age, um, traveling around off of music. And at a certain point, I started a T-shirt company and had that with um, these events where I was already throwing some events at the time. So then we had a T-shirt company to like sponsor events or get us into other events or we could at least just monetize our events a little bit more. Um, I met Joey at the same time and we we're just kind of different different groups of people and just power and numbers, you know, you have your audience. I got my audience we bring together. Now we got a little bit bigger audience. And so it just kind of started like organically like that. And we were both in different groups and, you know, we just kept rocking with one another and eventually a lot of people fell off and, you know, me and him are two people that just, you know, the hustle really didn't stop. And so the relationship has continued to grow from there. Um, and uh, getting, into, getting into weed was like, that was – what funded everything, <laughs> like, like pre, whatever it is now, like that was what, what funded everything. Like, you know, I was involved in music. So a lot of the guys that ran studios or the promoters and shit, you know, everybody was kind of involved in the commerce of cannabis to some extent, you know? And, oh yeah, and, and once legalization happened, it was like, or once medical happened, that was an outlet for us to sell our t-shirts out of dispensaries and promote our events out of like medical shops. And then, you know, once it went recreational, now we can, like, stop doing shit behind the covers and, <laughs> you know, start maneuvering. A lot of the people you rock with are now at, at positions or owning legal companies. And so uh, really just, you know, live growing up hustling on the, on the West Coast and just being blessed to have, you know, some form of cannabis, like, normalized, you know, more so likely than where, you know, Ohio, where you're from. Um, amen amen man dude
2: i swear that's that's pretty cool though (laughs) yeah it was it
1: was an interesting experience that's for sure meeting in college and then graduating and then weed is becomes like super legal
0: yeah we we've definitely seen seen weed at every stage you know completely dark dark side medical side only and the legal side so just been yeah and then i feel like it all
2: worked out because it's like They say, like, you know, find the industry that you spend the most amount of money (laughs) in and then work in that industry. Like, okay, yes, like, stumble, like, fuck yeah, finally in the weed industry. Like, I'm still, I still support, like, I still buy, but I don't buy nearly as much weed. Now it's just getting, that's like number one, number one benefit, being able to just try new products always and and see what's out there. Like, it's just exploded. Even like, I mean, the flour, you know, obviously is always going to be there and it's always going to be like that pinnacle to come back to but like even the drinks have been right. up, oh yeah maybe, and just all the other edible side things water soluble big weed drinker it's just crazy
0: um, yeah so so with that being said some some of these products what are what are in your mind you don't got to rank them you don't got to worry about offending nobody but if you're going to big up what are some of the products in california across any category what are some of the products strains or brands that you're most hyped on
2: oh man that is a good question i mean flour is just like this area you know i'm a big joint guy like love to just kind of roll it up and, and smoke one after the the day's over even just you know whenever and i like that and then i mean 710 is 710 you know we gotta i gotta love dabs too like any kind of rosins especially or uh, diamonds some sauce that's where it's at the go to uh and then like yeah like the drinks are great too man like we're, we're working with this really cool brand called alala right now they're like infused sodas and we work with pavs we ribbon too um they're like doing the whole seltzer game um like there's a bunch of really dope products coming out and like always love packwoods and i've actually been loving on the pack i don't think i have one right now but the packerillos, you know like the three pack like blunts where it's not like as yeah. crazy a little the little pinky size one. yeah but it's like perfect it's like a joint but it's like one
0: yeah yeah i, know. I Joe, joey did those for us on the last west coast weed tour man I, I don't think i reviewed them joey smoked them all
2: oh yeah see he did that by design he's like i haven't taken this man <laughs> i was gonna say mitch what kind of like products are up there like we're up in washington where you are like are, are there still as many drinks taken over is it like more flour like what's hot
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, up here, it's a little bit different. You know, it's not as big as California. There's definitely like more brands and obviously a lot more people in California and then a lot more um, hype and celebrity influence. Like that shit doesn't really, not only do we not have it, I don't think people up here would care as much. Um, uh, It's just a a lot of different like culture, honestly, but it's definitely real similar. You know, the dispensaries are going to look the same. The experience as compared to, you know from Washington to Oregon to Colorado or whatever it's definitely Washington and California are pretty similar to the to the way it's structured um and the drinks is funny i was just looking at some data from headset and like in California right now like the low dose drinks are killing Kill it whereas in Washington the well, in Washington the high dose the 100 and for us high dose is 100 milligrams. that's the most you can put in the edible in Washington
2: yeah, uh, same. which is cordy I miss the medical days, man. Bring back the uh Corova black bar with a blackout brownie. Yeah.
0: Like Oregon or Oregon, you can still yeah. I got a four hundred and forty-eight milligram thing there last time, but I think they might even go further. But you know, it's we're whack on the hundreds. But the hundreds are are the hot seller up here. And we got um a couple different brands, like a couple brands that are in California and in Washington. And ironically, uh a couple Pacific Northwest brands are really, really putting up some numbers down there in, uh, in, uh, California.
2: Yeah, man. They're especially on like the edible side things
0: like wild. I mean, they're packaging wild. Is yeah. Nope. They've got really quality product too. They've been killing it. Love wild. Yeah. Wild's killing out of Oregon. Buddy's brand is a uh, vape cartridges. I mean, they started out of Oregon and then they went to Washington and then California, but you know, they, they, they crush it in Oregon. Um,
2: yeah, there's only really select like, is out of Oregon. Yeah, select too.
0: was out of Oregon too. Yeah.
2: Oh damn! I didn't know that. There's only like a handful of brands that have been able to go multi-state and actually let it succeed. You know, there's so many that just kind of fall by the wayside. Like, where did this brand go? Oh
0: <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it's been and it's been tough for it's been tough for California brands to penetrate in Washington. That's been uh, a task not many people have been able to do.
2: I think it's and this what you're saying too. It's just like the cultures are so different, and the needs, and just how people consume, or what people how like what people look for in consuming is so different.
0: But, right, and what people care about, you know, you could spend a hundred k on influencers in L.A. and it could be the best hundred thousand you ever spent. You could spend that in Washington, and like four people would give a shit. You know, like it's just it's just different. You know. Yeah. Um. So, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the music that you guys got booked for 17. Yes. Um, yeah. You dabbled on a little bit in EDM, a little bit in hip hop. I admittingly do not know shit about EDM minus like the maybe top three DJs or some shit that I've seen on flyers yeah. over the years that we've promoted. <laughs> um, but, but you got the, the, the Dipset, you know, Harlem God, man, you got Cameron coming up. Uh, are were you guys were you guys killer killer fans? Yeah, you, I mean, I'm a, I'm
2: a fan of him, but like, what actually is uh, really exciting? He's got some dope music. He's been around for a long time, but like him and Smoke Dizza are all connected with like the Packwoods and the Smokers Club Boys, like partners in the companies. You know, like doing their own shit with their own brand and with their own lines. So that's that's what we're really excited about is for them to like showcase their weed and also be able to perform like at this event. Like, it's gonna be dope. Facts, big facts.
0: That's fine. I'm 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 a I'm a Dipset super fan. You know, I'm 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 33, so I was like in high school when Dipset was in its reign, and yeah, man, I know I know way too much about the Dipset, their extended family, the producers they work with. That was uh that was my era hip hop. So I fuck with fuck with Cam and and a couple of those guys from the Smokers Club. Man, they're uh, yeah. Ooh, so, I bet You're
2: like super stoked to watch it to uh, to see these guys. Then to see
0: KMT. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really not big. We, you know, we've done events over the years. I really hate watching people live, but I do the Dipset. Like people, there's certain people. Red Man, Method Man, Dipset. There's certain people. It's like every time you get a chance to see them, it's like I fuck with their music hard enough that this is a dope. You know, yeah. it's dope to see them live. But generally. I don't know. I'm, I'm like an old hater, man. Like, I'd rather listen to the stereo version of the music. I, my, I got back issues. I don't oh. want to stand on fucking cement for four hours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, I feel it. I mean, I think it's a time and place. I'm a big live music. I love going to concerts. So we've been missing that for so long. I'm like finally yeah. back. So much fun. We went to a psych rock festival uh, in San Diego last weekend. It's fucking sick. Finally back. So it's like, yeah, I'm so excited to watch some more live
0: music. Joey's was always always our event guy, festival guy, man. I could not, I couldn't do it. It's not for me. (laughs) You're not bringing the earplugs with you, man.
2: Come on. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I just got to stay hydrated. I got to stay smoking. I got to stay somewhere comfortable, man. I'm not trying to be standing, sweating, all that shit, man.
2: Nah, I got to get some couches. There'll be some couches. There'll be some lounges at 710. So you can kind of just chill out. And listen to some dope music.
0: There we go. So you guys are big on, uh, you know, the experience, pushing experience. Where did the yeah. inspiration come from that to like incorporate that into the ethos of throwing events?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it just starts from our passion for live music too. Like working in the music industry, like doing some shit. Everybody at a concert smokes weed, and like everybody at an art show, love to be in an art show high. You know, so why not blend that together? <laughs> with the cannabis industry that's already here. People are already already talking about it. Let's make it normal. Let's push it forward to the forefront. Why does every party have to be an alcohol party?
0: 100%, 100%. That's been a big conversation um, in pushing past the stigma and normalizing cannabis um, is that comparison to like how events with alcohol are so normal. I mean, every event, you know, every sporting event, every event, period, you know, community events, is, you know, usually sponsored by and serving alcohol, yet a lot of states, you know, California, you can you can get an event permit, but a lot of states don't allow it. Um, and even still, there's still a stigma there, which is just absolutely crazy. So from you, someone that's been a part of a wide array of events, how much easier would you say is it to deal with a cannabis event versus an event where you have liquor uh, and, and bars and like the nightclub type vibe? Right. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's been a big conversation um, in pushing past the stigma and normalizing cannabis. Um, is that comparison to like how events with alcohol are so normal? I mean, every event, you know, every sporting event, every event period, you know, community events is you know usually sponsored by and serving alcohol yet a lot of states, you know, California, you can you can get an event permit, but a lot of states don't allow it. Um, and even still, there's still a stigma there, which is just absolutely crazy. So from you, someone that's been a part of a wide array of events, how much easier would you say is it to deal with a cannabis event versus an event where you have liquor uh, and, and bars and like the nightclub type vibe?
2: Yeah, I mean, The people, so much easier. That's probably like the only easiest part is the easier part is uh, dealing with stoners rather than drunk people. They're just so much nicer. They just get too high and they go home. Uh, They don't stick around. They don't pass out or anything. But on the other side of things, it is a challenge and it's a challenge to find venues and it's a challenge to like just overcome obstacles, you know, the canvas industry is rigged against us still, you know, and it's, we gotta, we gotta figure out ways to make this work and actually like do some dope things and show people that, yeah, this is working. Like we can do this in a normal fashion. It doesn't need to be this this whole big, oh my God, what are you, oh, oh, what is going on? You know, it's just like, come on. Like
0: we're doing it responsibly. We're doing it the right way. Like let's have some good times right and in order to do that you know we we know that from throwing events in order to do that you'd say it does take finding other people that have that same mindset whether it is event owners you know specific neighborhoods or areas like you have to pick places that it's you know that share that mindset that like cannabis isn't less than
2: right exactly man so i mean like that's half the battle is finding the right place to do it and finding the vibe and, and putting it together. Like you, you already know, two planning events, you know, pretty much immediately if it's going to work or not just from two seconds of walking and uh, just feeling the energy and and the flow. Um, But yeah, like just trying to do different things like pro skate events, exotic car shows, finding those communities that, love weed and are like want to know more about it or don't have as mainstream of access to it as you know you and i who can go to any cannabis event now starting back up like pretty much every week and it's like yeah let's give that community an experience bring them into ours they're gonna fuck with everybody in this group so like y'all gonna meet and love each other like let's 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 build it let's grow
0: right right and and that's and that's an important part of marketing and building right is putting like our communities that have shared interests, but are different communities together. And I think a lot of people that throw um, events and anything, you know, I come from the hip hop world, a lot of hip hop people put on lineups, whereas everybody has the same audience, you know, it's like everyone from the same camp. So it's like, then when they go to promote the event, it's just five people promoting the same shit to the same, group, the exact same group of people, right? Yeah. Whereas when you bring different pieces to the, you know, different puzzle pieces together, you can build like a much more robust picture Dude, and just definitely. bring more people to the conversation.
2: Do you remember when Wiz Khalifa, it's probably like five years, six years ago, Wiz Khalifa went on tour with Fall Out Boy. That was, like, crazy. I saw that show. That shit was wild. Like, two completely different, and like, completely different uh, right. demographics and just listeners and, like, age ranges of listeners, too. But it was cool. Fall Boy had some good shit. I went for Wiz, but, like, they went hard, too.
0: Right, right. But both of those guys were kind of, like, encroaching on, like, pop and, like, a cool, edgy culture culture vibe, you know? So they both, they both like you said, there's there people there that were going to discover the other one from their audience. And then, obviously, for them, they could play. Much larger venues.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That show, that show was pretty big. I've also seen Wiz like back to back Snoop Dogg for like hours I mean, that's like they. I feel like they do that every weekend in Vegas. But it was a big thing right. when I was in Ohio. So.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Ever since they did that movie, they're able to get money together. Man, Snoop. Snoop is that. It was funny. I someone. I think someone was just talking shit to him. In the interview. He's just like makes money, bro. Every move he does just like unlocks a new way for him to make like money for the next decade.
2: Yeah, dude, that video of him like impersonating like the Begos in the future and like every other yeah. upcoming rapper was hilarious. The shit was so funny.
0: Like well, Snoop, be you man, you're a god, you're a legend. Right, he's like the biggest celebrity out of out of rap music probably, probably of all time. Like the biggest pop culture icon out of hip rap music, I think. Yeah, he's got to be. He's you got. He's got to be number one or in the top three, man. Snoop is huge. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's lived through it all too. He's he's, he's still sticking around. It's fucking hundred percent a hundred percent so what are what are some of the cool activations that you guys have had in the past that like might give a little insight inco- like what are cool ways brands can activate their them themselves at events and connect to people yeah
2: man i mean it's all about you know being able to talk to people and show them your products and show them your brand and show them who's behind it too like being able to like try some stuff out and have a good time and, and you know even see what's going on and um, just being able to like do cool things like we had like Packwoods create some skate decks and they did like you know their are rolling the rolling stations and shit and dab bars from, from different brands and just some cool stuff and then we also had like tattoos like a whole like if you know who Poncho is he brings like a whole tattoo bus and just sets up his shop and parks the bus on on the lot and it's like let's go um, but just yeah lots of experiential stuff building out lounges doing like silent discos, bringing in cars, like just super experiential stuff that like stimulates what you're doing when you're high.
0: Right, because those, that's what you said like for a sponsor, right? Like the the most important thing a sponsor can get out of an event is like people leaving, knowing either knowing that brand or associating that brand with a a, a memory, right? And experience is how you develop a memory. Uh, when you guys work, when you guys work with sponsors, are you guys pretty hands on with like developing these experiences or do you kind of like allow them to have the creative freedom to, to come up with things to do? Yeah.
2: I mean, we kind of just give them the whole, the the general picture, you know, we curate and put together what the venue is going to look like, what the overall theme of the event is, what the music lineup is going to be. If it's going to be house, you know, just rolling house music and no DJ, are we going to have talent? Um, Like, what's it going to be? How big is it? You know what other elements besides cannabis brands are going to be there, and then yeah, we just let like you know let them. It's a conversation. Let them decide. You know what they want to bring. They know their brand. They know what they want to push. Like if they're going to go all out, let them go all out. Let's do some crazy stuff. Let's see like some creative things and creative concepts come out. You guys feel like you're on this that same vibe too when you guys
0: are like doing events. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Definitely, definitely looking at you know building some form of experience usually built around, you know, as you know, the, the, the venue, first of all, you got to find the venue that'll allow you to do something within this space. And then that kind of dictates, you know, the space what you're working with and thinking of cool ways to, to build experiences. And then trying to, for us, trying to think of brands that can help fit in with those experiences. And like you're saying, whether, whether brands are a part of it or not, you, you know, as event hosts, you've got to have something going on. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and so it's a little bit of building with those brands directly and a little bit of uh you know them building with you that's exactly exactly yeah and it's all conversation
2: like let's if they want to do something cool like let's see how we can make it happen
0: um what are some of the most memorable events that you've been to in the california uh, cannabis industry Oh man. Um, I mean, obviously hazy events, but that's too easy. That's just just
2: (laughs) like, that's too egotistical. I mean, Emerald cup, Emerald cup for sure. That's like, that's still like super pure and like about the growers and the weed and like true cannabis culture. And like, they're pretty cool. I like them. I mean, I like Hall of just because you can see so many industry people too. You know, they're all kind of there from all over the state. Um, but then other than that, just being able to like, do some dope things in LA. we have uh, done some cool experiences. We actually went to a silent disco on the beach in Dockweiler like a month or two ago. That was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, the hazy stuff. That's so. That's why we. it's why we do these events. Like I want to see. I want to. I want to go to this event anyway, So why not just make it myself? Like try to try to put it together. Facts. Huge. And you guys, you guys do some of the best curation,
1: some of the best experiences, man. If not the best. You know, a lot of those Hall of Flowers and Emerald Cup has this industry vibe to it, you know? And your guys' is really more about that. It is more of a community vibe. Even though Emerald Cup definitely has that community vibe for sure, it's it's diff- it's different. And maybe that switch in L.A., maybe it'll make it a little bit more consumer-focused, you know what I mean, than, than before. But I really believe, like, and I think they probably will do that. it allow them to get more massive in size with their events. But for right now, at least in my experience, like... Last year, seven ten event, stupid lit. Skateboarding event, stupid lit. The experiences and the brands, all dope. Uh, the last few private parties that you've launched and with all the brands that you've been working with, stupid sick. Like, I don't know, I, you know what I mean. It takes, it does, it takes a certain level of creativity, but then also it takes a certain level of like structural follow through to really get these to just come to life in the first place and walking through the you know walking through the venue with you guys yesterday super dope to see the levels then the scale and the growth and i'll have been a part of it as an you know as a, just a visitor and an attendee and now the rmr you know earning a spot here as you know as a media partner on this one we're super we're super excited mitch is flying out we got a bunch of homies that are coming through to support Got all the buyers and bud tenders. We about to start inviting mm-hmm. this next week, man. It's about to be good. We got, good. we got July Fourth weekend. We got to celebrate, celebrate legalized yeah. weed. We got to free more prisoners. We got to free more motherfucking people uh, it, that are incarcerated on some weed shit. We need to still pre preaching more equality, and we need to get together and gather
2: and also celebrate on 710 amen. at hazy la amen yo yeah this is gonna be dope man exactly i cannot wait it's just a good time to celebrate some cannabis culture let's get out there let's have a good time
0: oh yeah it's been a while it's been a while since i mean i've only been to a couple events up here in seattle Man, i share a couple i've been to one event up here in seattle but they've been having a regular friday jump off that has been cracking uh, but people are back outside and excited, excited to do stuff. And I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of these brands are excited to get out there and touch some people Yeah. Uh, in the physical world, man. Cause uh, everybody's been living on the line the last year. Right. I mean, a lot
2: of these, even a lot of these brands is like one, if one of their first, if not their first event back, you know, like finally being able to like be comfortable enough to say, yeah, we can do this responsibly right. and still have a good time. And like, showcase this off like let's get back to being able to put you know put your brand in people's hands like that's where the that's where the most value comes from that's the most memories like you said i think earlier just being able to like remember what you were you know because like everybody has smokes weed day to day or you know whenever you smoke it just outside by yourself but if you can go to a dope of experience and actually like try it remember it like i would remember that for a couple years if not like you know forever
0: yeah Oh yeah. oh yeah. What is, what is, uh, I have, I have this one last question for you, man. What is one piece of game that you would give somebody or a brand that wants to start throwing their own events in this space?
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Advice. I mean,
2: be willing to like, just keep working, keep finding it. Like your, your place is out there. You can find it. You can like learn from other people. We've been learning from us, you know, learn from what we do right. Learn from what we do wrong. What everybody else does right and wrong. Like, Find your own, find your own path. Like there is so much room in this industry, especially in California. But I mean, it's going to pop off in the United States here shortly. There's so much room to be able to like grab your piece of the pie, make a, make a dope experience, build your community. You know, I think that it is going to take a lot of perseverance. You guys already know, like you got to be able to survive. You got to be able to like stick it out and put faith in yourself and know that you're on the right path and you can do it. And like, you've got their team behind you and you guys are doing some dope shit great advice oh yeah
1: oh yeah thank you for that that's huge that's,
2: that's huge I game. also try to find a good venue people, good <laughs>
1: people people listen up listen up everybody he said find a good venue can't miss that that's a huge <laughs> one you gotta find a good venue and he said you gotta never oh, yeah. you gotta never give up man you gotta keep be willing to work it's as simple as that
2: exactly,
1: exactly. and go to a hazy event and learn from
2: them he also said that
1: too. he also said that too <laughs> i heard that i heard that
2: Learn what I do right and wrong, man. I got it all.
1: Man, you—you you got to attend lots of events to be able to learn what you don't like. You got to be able to I, to, to relate to that, man. You guys, like I said, man, I'm I'm very excited. I'm, I'm I appreciate y'all, man. I'm sitting here, I'm stoned. This cure company shit got me high as fuck. So I'm coming through. I'm coming through. You better be ready to smoke some curlato. I'm, I'm bringing
0: that. Oh, I'm down. Let's go. Let's,
2: let's go. Let's, let's get
0: it. So where, where, can people, where can people RSVP at right now if they want to pull up? Yeah. Dude, so
2: it's free RSVP through the Hazy Instagram, just Hazy underscore LA. Links in the bio through Eventbrite. Sign it up. You'll get the address the day before the event. Come through.
1: Come through. Yeah.
2: You guys are gonna be there too. You guys are gonna be fucking podcasting, uh, yeah. it up. We got a whole dome. We got a whole dome for you guys. Like it's just I'm about to sit. smoke it out.
1: Yeah, any brands, any brands out there, man? Y'all, y'all want to come through? Come smoke with us on the podcast. We're gonna be bouncing around. We're gonna be filming some content. We're gonna be live streaming. You just never know if Mitch and I are sitting at the table or if you catch us in the area. Let's film an episode of oh, the podcast. Let's do it. Let's get it smoke. in.
0: I must smoke a pack of woods, bro, and so I gotta, I gotta taste the best flavors, man. I gotta, I gotta taste some flavors.
1: I just want you guys to know, I'm saving, I'm saving some of this right here. I already got Clayborne, Clayborne, yep, Clayborne already came through and was like, "Yo, make sure you guys, you know, get some of this on the podcast at Hazy." So people are ready to celebrate, man. It's a big deal. Come through, come talk about your experiences, come fuck with Adam. Come, man, make, we got to make sure we take pictures man we got to get a picture oh yeah this is crazy let's go. there's plenty of plenty of this is
2: crazy
1: ops. we got to get it in i really appreciate you being on the show with us my man it's really good to connect and learn about you guys and your history thank you
2: no oh, thank you guys i appreciate it you guys have been awesome this was a
0: lot of fun looking forward to the 10th and just seeing you in person let's do some more shit yep yep so if people are trying to pull up he told you at hazy underscore la links in the bio um, stay tuned if you're not there. One of our one of our uh, listeners up in Washington, you know, we'll be doing a live episode at the event. So you can tune in with us live. Um and then also check that out everywhere you be fucking a little podcast after that. Um with that being said. Hell yeah. Saturday. Let's go. Let's Saturday, go. July 10th, four to midnight. Pull there we up. go. If you're in LA. All right. RMR Podcast, episode sixteen. Appreciate y'all. Got it. Thank you. Guys. Got it. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate you guys.
1: Appreciate
2: y'all.